This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid, the best sales and marketing tips of your week in 15 minutes or less. My name is Joshua Stike. My name is Luke Akery. Yes, it is. That's correct. I'm That's literally typing. Every week we test you. I'm typing back our uh, vice president of sales right now. <laughs> I'm telling him I'm recording a podcast. I did the countdown. So I'm like, heard wait, the typing. Luke's That's typing. Why. Maybe yeah. I should uh, count down a little slower. And I said, no. We're doing it. Is, we're going. We're live. Yes. We're not live. This is recorded. But anyway, hey, last week. We talked about setting goals for cold calling. We're in the beginning of December here, so we're going to be talking a lot about goal planning and ultimately how to script out your cold call. So this week, we're going to turn our attention to your marketing goals. As we wrap up 2021, you should already be planning your 2022 marketing initiatives. And today, we're going to go over how to set your marketing goals, where you should be spending your money, and then some lead generation and branding strategies. Yes, I love it. Yeah, um, I think what most people, what they do is they fail to plan. So that's a plan to fail. Failing to plan is planning to fail. Exactly. Fact check true. Exactly. And uh, the truth is, it's like, this is super important. Now you have like a little bit of time left before the first of the year. You have to get clear on your goals. I, I keep saying it over and over again, but if you don't have clarity, right? If you, it's complicated, if you can't spout out exactly what you're going to do, you will not succeed. Not only that, it should be something that you refer back to over and over and over again. Something I learned from Grant Cardone is if you write down your goals 365 days a year, you're so much more likely to hit your goal than the person who doesn't write it down or the person who only writes it down at the beginning of the year. So when you do this marketing plan, when you plan out your goals and you reverse engineer it and you plan out what you're going to do, it's something that you want to constantly refer back to, constantly directs your step. So I guess we can start with the idea of you need to think to yourself, what is the net income goal Mm -hmm. that you want to obtain in 2022? Yep. Like what is your take home, not just your revenue, but what's the take home that you want? Because that's going to help give you that number, that starting number of what you need to actually hit, which then you can back into the deals that you're actually doing. Yeah. Um, now, everybody's going to have a little bit different commission structure. Everybody's going to have a little different probably operating expense. Um, but the idea that I would throw out to people is if, you're, if your goal is $100,000 that you want to actually bring home, then what you need to think about is, okay, how much am I going to be profiting from an actual like gross profit standpoint? Mm -hmm. And then how much am I going to be profiting from a net standpoint? So I think a good benchmark for people would be, you know, a lot of times your operating expense is going to be 30% um, is what I would tell people. Your marketing expense is going to be probably what, 10% you would recommend? So yeah, if you look at like the cost of sales, I know we referenced the millionaire real estate agent a lot. So this is, you know, first this can apply to any service-based sales profession, but cost of sales is 30%. Within that is your marketing expenses, obviously, yep. because you have other costs to acquire a client. Uh, so we always say 10%. The US Small Business Administration recommends seven to eight percent of your gross revenue, which should translate into 10 to 12% of your net profit margin. Yeah. So same, um, I same think line. if you're in the caveat I would give there is if you're in high growth mode. You're going to be upwards to twenty percent. Oh yeah, yeah. Some you, small businesses like they're recommending like spending twenty to thirty percent. Yeah. on just your marketing. If right? you're That's in high not growth, even your cost of sales total. If you're in high growth mode. Um. So if you're in more of just like stability mode, then it's going to be down that lower five seven percent yeah. somewhere in there. But I think what you're hitting on there a little bit in the beginning was knowing where your deals actually came from. Mm-hmm. So when you look at setting your goal, and obviously you're starting with what do I want to take home at the end of it. We can walk through an equation that will give you an idea of how to work backwards, kind of mathematically to that lead goal, but knowing what your lead sources are and then Mm -hmm. reviewing all of your lead sources from the past year and where those deals ultimately came from. The way that we've been doing this for the last few years is taking a look and saying, 
okay, out of all of the sales that we had the pr- previous year, what percentage of our overall sales with each one of those sources? So like PPC, yeah. Facebook ads, Google advertising, anything where you're paying per click, uh, we've looked at 25% of our total sales. So then what you do after you figure out how much of a percentage of your sales you need, you've got to look at your conversion rate. How many do you convert from those pay-per-click leads? Because your conversion rate for a Facebook lead will be significantly Correct. different than your conversion rate on a referral. So you're going to need to spend, or you're going to need less referral leads to translate to more transactions than you would maybe an internet lead. Well, let's do um, the quick math because I'm not a math guy. I'm going to pull up my calculator, but let's say you want to make a hundred grand, right? You want to bring home a hundred grand in profit, which means if you're going to spend 30% on your cost of sales, it means you got to really make 130 grand. If you're going to spend 30 grand to make a hundred, basically. Is the idea. Let's pretend for the sake of the argument that your average sale price of your home is $200,000 that you sell. Now, some of you might be selling insurance, you might be a financial advisor. You know, you can work out your own numbers with your commissions. But if you're selling a home and it's 200,000 average, which would be low because I think the average in the US right now is like 350, you times that by 3%. Let's say you only get one side of the transaction, that's six grand. So that means 130,000 is what you need to, to make. So if I divide that by six grand, that means I need to sell 21.6 homes. So 22 homes. So then to touch on what you're saying, if I need to sell 22 homes, my best indicator of my future success is actually my past history, Mm -hmm. is my past success. So what you want to look at is you want to go, if I sold 10 homes this year in 2021, and my goal is to sell 22, well, out of the 10, where did those home sales come from? And that's where you're breaking down did you know, uh, 50% of them come from referrals. So 50% of my 10 homes that I sold this year came from referrals. So that means 50% of my 22 is what I'm going to try to drive from referrals. Uh, For Facebook, you know, I got maybe 20% to come from Facebook. So that type of idea, you then break down, that gives you exactly what you can expect from this year coming up. And then it tells you, then you get to your conversion rates that you're talking about that goes, okay, what's my actual conversion rate on the number of referrals I got? Yeah. Because then that teaches you actually how many referrals you got to get to actually close yeah. the, you know, if you need 22, the actual 11 deals yeah. that you need this year. So just to run through it real quick to kind of recap and tie bow in that first section, you want to review all of your lead sources from past years. You want to assign a weight based on that historical perform- performance, calculate your conversion rates for each one of those types of leads. Like I said, organic sources, like 10% of our sales are coming from organic sources. So it's going to be different for each channel. Work backwards to get your leads goal for each channel based on the number of conversions that you need to get. Uh, For example, if your conversion rate on a Facebook, let's say you need 100 leads to get one sale for Facebook ads. Now you know you need 100 leads for that sale versus referrals. You might need, I don't know, let's say 30. Yeah. Let's just say a, a third of that to get... to get uh, Your closing percentage referrals. of referrals should be, should higher, be 50% but, or yeah, higher. Just kind of yeah. an example. Determine the cost of sales for each one of those channels and then multiply your cost per lead by total leads needed in each channel. And ultimately, that becomes your marketing budget, which is the next thing that we're going to be talking about, which is how much you should be spending, which we hit on a little bit in terms of that 10%. But it also comes down to... Because we hear this question like, what should I be spending on Facebook? How much should I be spending per lead? To me, it all comes down to the per lead number. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily what should your total Facebook marketing budget be. It should be how much can you afford to spend per lead? Using that same example, and I pulled numbers for $300,000 and your commission on that would be $9,000. So you can spend $900 Mm. to acquire that, that client. 
what that shows you then on, on Facebook, what does that mean? If you need 100 leads to get a deal, well, then you should be aiming for that $9 per lead yeah. range. But again, it all comes down to your conversion rates, what type of marketing you're running, how warm that person is when they come into your funnel, which is going to be controlled mainly by the type of marketing or the type of advertising that you're doing. Because you can do advertising on Facebook that gets you really cheap leads, but they're not qualified leads versus a little bit more expensive per lead, but they're much more qualified when they do come into your yeah. funnel. And we have a worksheet for mapping out your goals yep, that will get you down to the number of, like you put in the net profit you want and follow the steps and it will literally tell you how many deals you need to close. Yeah, remindermedia.com slash calculator. Yeah, you and get that you can get, yeah, the calculator for the lead conversion stuff too. And then also if you're a new agent listening to this, a new business um, listening to this, you can really Google a lot of times industry average close rates. Yep. And so if you don't have historical close rates on referrals, historical on Facebook leads, historical on farming, whatever the avenues you want to try to go after, you can Google that and use that as a benchmark. Well, that's what for we yourself. did in that calculator. So we took now we took them from the millionaire real estate agent because mm-hmm. they gave um, leads to listing appointments, conversion rates, listing appointments to listing taken, listing taken to listing sold. So they had some industry averages for real estate in there. But of course, you can use yep. your own. Too. I would tell you a lot of people start with their budget and then map out what they do. I actually like not starting with your budget. I like starting with your goal, mapping out down and then going, okay, this is exactly what I need to do. Well, how much would this cost? Yes. And then looking at it because then you're not limiting yourself. I think when you start with your budget and go, well, I only have 10 grand to spend, then you limit your yeah, thinking. You start going, Where am I going to spend? Yeah, that? correct. You limit everything that you're, you're not creative. You're not, you're yeah. not thinking outside the box. You're not saying there's every opportunity out there because you're thinking money wise. Instead, think this is the goal I want to obtain and then go look at what that would cost. And then, chop off from there and go, well, I can't afford to spend 50 grand. I can only afford to spend 30 this year. What is the least converting piece that I have well, in my plan? Why, if you're new and you don't have any sales yet, so you don't have any numbers to pull from, that's why we always say, start with those free sources in your business. Start mm-hmm. with your sphere of influence. Start with your friends and family. Begin building up that book of business. That way, if you start seeing some money come in, just start testing things yep. in real, real small doses. That's how we started with Facebook. You know, Years ago, we started testing... Mm-hmm couple hundred bucks, maybe a thousand bucks a month. Now we're 175,000 a month, you know, 190,000 last month on Facebook. So it ultimately like you've got to follow the money. Yep. So wherever the money is coming from. Lead with revenue, as they say. Lead with revenue, but you've got to, you can test small to kind of get a better idea of where those uh, sources of your deals. I want to touch before we move into the type of marketing, the way you need to think about your marketing plan. I also want to touch that you have to spend money. Meaning like, I think a big mistake people make with their marketing budget, it's like, we're saying, hey, look, 10% um, you need to be spending on your marketing. That's going to be thousands and thousands of dollars. If you want to make $100,000 a year, that's 10 grand you're spending on your marketing. Most people, they don't think about it in terms of, look, if you want to have success in marketing, you actually have to spend money. Um, And that goes down to the lead generation and the branding strategies that are out there. We actually pulled numbers from our webinar that we did on this. I don't have them up right now, but it was something like the top 20% of top producers were spending over 80 grand or something on their marketing was was the statistic. So you can see that the ones that are producing are investing. Yeah, I mean, my brother, I mean, he's going to obviously close 350 plus deals this year, but he's going to spend well over 100 grand. Mm -hmm on his marketing. You're also, let's get into, as we wrap this up, let's get into the different types of marketing that when you think about your marketing plan, you have your direct lead generation type marketing where your literal goal is to try to get leads in these categories that you can then run through your conversion Mm -hmm. uh, systems and 
produce out listings or produce out deals for yourself. You also have what's called branding and building this long-term brand and mindshare, which is not necessarily going to be a tied one-to-one. Yeah. So this might be something like a billboard. It might be something like doing the grocery court carts in the in the store. It might be doing something that is a bigger picture thing that isn't a one-to-one conversion type idea. But both of those are powerful well, and you need to be spending money on both of them. And there's almost like a hybrid thing that you can do there where, uh, and this is where it comes in like building your email list. So providing an item of value or providing something that people will appreciate receiving from you in exchange for their email address. So this would be a landing page, a squeeze page, some a lead magnet that you can put out there yep. that does two things. Number one, it brands you as an expert because you're providing value. But now you have their email address, you own their email address, and you are able to drip on them and see if you can get them towards a lead yeah. for your business. Well, this podcast, right? And that you can we do. get those emails a lot cheaper than you can get a quote unquote qualified lead. Yes. Because they're just coming in saying, hey, I want to know what you're what you are offering from a thought leadership perspective or a value perspective. And then you kind of, you uh, you qualify them and segment them differently through the types of emails yes. that they're interacting with. Everything you should track, but it doesn't mean everything's going to produce a positive ROI within the time frame that you're tracking it. Yeah. So if your marketing plan is for 2022 and you're doing a branding play, you might not see the ROI dividends pay off in that first year. A perfect example of this would be something like farming you might not see your farming campaign pay off dividends for you in the first year. Actually, a lot of the experts say it takes 12 months to really establish yourself strongly in a farm, depending on how much marketing you're doing. Our podcast, same type of idea. If we didn't invest and believe in long-term branding and putting that into our marketing plan, we'd never have a podcast. Because yeah. this this podcast does not make us any money. Now it does because of all the people that are coming through the ecosystem and yep. finding Reminder Media and generating leads. But we invested money and make time. Money in the beginning. And, yeah, <laughs> for years into something. And so I just want to encourage people when you think about your marketing budget, you need to have a portion of your marketing budget that is going towards building your brand. Things that can be tracked, you will be able to track like a client event. You will be able to track, well, how many referrals did I get out of that, right? Yeah. But the long-term benefits of something like a client event pays way bigger di- dividends than just two referrals that you got at the event. We're actually going to talk about client events next week and how to throw in a client appreciation event. But um, think about from the referral sources alone, if you're saying, hey, you should be able to close 50% of your referrals and you can spend $900 to acquire a client, you can spend 450 bucks to get a referral lead. Yeah. So apply that to the different types of things that you can be doing for your client appreciation and maintaining that relationship to ultimately get those referrals and your budget looks a whole lot less scary at that yep, point. A hundred percent. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully this gave you some ideas and advice for setting up your own 2022 marketing plan, including what your goal is going to be, what your budget should be, and then the different sources that you should be getting those leads from. Thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com to get all of our show notes and you can check out the video there as well to support the show. We'd love it if you subscribed on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review and comment to let us know how we're doing. Although I read a report that Spotify is now outpacing Apple for podcast listeners. They just don't have a review option. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I always say go to Apple Podcasts. Which is kind of shocking. I feel like that's bound to happen. That's bound to happen. The best way to help out the show if you enjoyed this episode is to tell a friend, share this on your social media. Make sure to tag us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. So we talked a little bit about, um, you know, uh, leads and, and volume and things like that. So I was curious. How do you determine the mass 
of a red hot chili pepper. You give it away, give it away, give it away now. <laughs> give it away. Only the fans of the Red Hot Chili Peppers will get that joke. <laughs> if you want to get a hold of me or Luke directly, you can email us at podcast at ReminderMedia.com. And of course, you can follow us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast for this episode of Stay Paid. I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Acree. Here's what I would encourage you to do is get your goal down on paper. Remember that you can't hit a goal that you don't have clarity on, right? So if you don't plan, right, you're going to be planning to fail. or Whatever that slogan is that Josh said. <laughs> I just wanted to make him laugh. <laughs> but remember this difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer his top producers take action take action on that today 